Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and sisters, let me give you the cliff note version of the events that precede our selected scriptural text. Some 40 years ago, Moses sent 12 spies to view the promised land that God was going to give them. Ten of the spies came back to Moses and the children of Israel with a bad report. Two out of the twelve, Caleb and Joshua, came back with the report that we can take the land. Because the children of Israel refused to go into the land that God had already promised them, they wandered in the wilderness and everyone 20 years of age and older died and did not enter the promised land except Caleb and Joshua. At the time of our scriptural text today, Moses is dead. And Joshua has taken on the mantle of leadership. Joshua is told by God that he must lead the children of Israel into the promised land. Joshua sends two spies to view the land. And he tells them to especially look at Jericho. Let me pause right here and say that Joshua only sent two spies this time into the promised land. He did not send 12 spies like Moses did. But he only sent two. Somebody say two. What's the point, Pastor? Sometimes you can't do what was done in the past. If it did not work in the past, a new paradigm shift is needed in the future. The Bible tells us that the spies crossed over the Jordan and went directly 
to Jericho. The Bible tells us that when they arrived in Jericho, they entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. Yes, yes, yes. You heard me correctly. They entered into a house of a prostitute. A house of ill repute. The Bible clearly tags Rahab as a prostitute. In other words, Rahab's life was in a mess. Her past life was still her present life at the time of the text. Is there anybody here today willing to admit that at one time in your life that your life was jacked up, messed up, <laughs> and filled with unholy things? For some of us, we have never really gotten over our passings and mistakes. And for some of us, the reason why we haven't gotten over them is because people are always reminding us of our past sins, mistakes, and failures. Let me say right here for the record, if you have lived any significant amount of time on this planet that we call Earth, you have a past too. The Bible says it like this. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Lean over to your neighbor, you got a past too. Rahab, the prostitute, lived a messy life. But aren't you glad that Jesus, our Messiah, came into the world to clean up our mess? And check this out. You can't even spell Messiah without going through mess. Say it again. You can't even spell Messiah without going through mess. Jesus came to die for our mess. Rahab's life was in a mess, but God used her messed up life to provide a way of escape for his people.
And deacons, let me say right here, before you and I look down our noses and point our finger at somebody whose life might be right now a little messy, remember that you have had some mess in your past. <laughs> the Bible says that the two spies entered Rahab's house. And as they entered Rahab's house, somebody saw them entering and realized that they were not fellow Jericonians. So they went to the king of Jericho and reported that there were two Israeli strangers in town and that they were up to no good. <laughs> the king of Jericho decided that these two men came to spy out the land in which the king was right. And so he sent the Jericho Police Department to Rahab's house and inquired about the men who entered her house. Am I in the Bible? The Bible tells us that Rahab lied. Somebody say she lied. She lied to the popo and told them that the men had left the city. But Rahab had taken the spies to her roof and hid them under some flags. And let me say right here, God has the power to use even a lie for his glory. Oh, y'all, okay, okay, okay. The Bible says it like this, and we know that all things, somebody say all things, work together for good to them who love God and all the called according to his purpose, even if it's a lie. <laughs> the Jericho police believed the lie and left the city in hot pursuit after the spies. After they leave, Rahab goes up to the roof and tells the spies what she has done in order to save them. Listen what she tells them. She says, I 
I know. Somebody say, I know. That the Lord has given you this land. And that a great fear of you has fallen on us. So that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth. Mm. Listen, you have to be careful who you think knows or does not know God. Oh, wait, wait, y'all quiet. I'm, let me say it again. You got to be careful who you think knows or does not know God. You might be surprised. You know what? I discovered that it is not always the loudest person in church that knows God. But it may be the person who sits in blessed quietness. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on. Y'all going to help me preach today? Well, Rahab asked the spies to save her family when they come and possess the land. The spies tell her that everyone that is in her house at the time they take Jericho will be saved. They tell her to put a scarlet rope outside of her window and they will be able to identify her house when they arrive. The Bible says that Rahab let the spies down to safety by letting them down by, uh, from a rope from her window. And in verse 15 of chapter 2, we are told that Rahab's house was part of the city wall. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I've got to backtrack a little. 
verse 7 of chapter 2 tells us, so the man, talking about Jericho, P.B., set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate to the city was shut. I said, the Bible says that the gates or doors to Jericho were shut. Nobody deacons could get in and nobody could leave the city by its gate. But isn't it good to know that when doors are shut, that our God can open a window. <laughs> Woo. Tell, listen, tell your neighbor, God is opening a window for you. You may be thinking that your life is too much in a mess. But I stopped by to tell you that God can open a window for you to bring you out of your messed up life. Mm. Just because it may look like you don't stand a chance for a better life. God can open the window of new opportunity for you. So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying when doors are closed, look for God. To open a window for you. And guess what? You don't have to be perfect for God to open up a window for you. What are you saying? I'm telling you today that God is still in the business of opening windows for us to escape. Mm, mm, mm. Well, lest I keep you too long. Well, I feel in my spirit just saying, Lord, open up a window. Open up a window. Open up a window. Open up a window. The Bible says, that the two spies escaped out the window and went and told Joshua all that had happened. They told Joshua about the oath that they swore to Rahab. 
So when we journey through the book of Joshua, when we get over to chapter 6, the Bible tells us that Joshua and the children of Israel are marching around the wall of Jericho. For six days, they marched around the wall once each day. But on the seventh day, they marched around the wall seven times. And on the seventh time, they blew the trumpets and shouted with loud voices. And the Bible says that the wall of Jericho came, yeah, 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 y'all Bible readers, came tumbling down. In other words, the wall collapsed and the children of Israel entered over the collapsed wall and totally desecrated the city of Jericho. Now remember, remember New Providence and friends, the oath that the spies made with Rahab. They said, everyone who is in your house will be spared. But, but, but wait a minute, I'm confused. Where did the Bible say that Rahab's house was located? Remember in chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible says that Rahab's house was a part of, come on, yeah, 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 the city wall. So, what am I suggesting? I'm suggesting to you that even though the wall collapsed all around Rahab's house, God, God, God kept her house standing. I'm here to tell you on this Sunday morning that God will honor his promises. God will honor his word. Mm, mm, mm. And there are some of us here in the sanctuary or watching on live stream, Facebook live, or listening by the phone that understand and are willing to admit that we are still standing today only because of the grace, somebody say grace, grace of God. Even though we have made some past mistakes, God has kept us standing even though things 
crumbled all around us. God kept us standing. Even when people walked out on us, God kept us standing. Even when friends betrayed us, God kept us standing. Even though family forsook us, God kept us standing. Even though things fell apart all around us, God kept us standing. God let his grace keep us from falling. And I don't know about you. I thank God that I'm standing today solely because of his grace. Grace woke me up this morning. Grace started me on my way. Grace covered me from disease. Grace, Lord have mercy. Has God been good to you? Have you received his grace? Are you still standing? I'm standing on the promises of Christ my King. Are you standing on the promises of God? I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot of things fall apart. And I personally, in my own personal life, I've seen some things crumble. But God kept me standing and kept you standing. Listen, let me, let me say it like this, a song all of us probably know. If it had not been, Lord have mercy. For the Lord who was on my side, on your side, where would we be? I, I don't know about you, but I'd probably be in Dorothea Dix. Or I'd probably be in my grave. But God's grace kept me and kept you. Rahab was a prostitute. Lived a messy life. But God used her for his glory and her past didn't have to always look even though she's called Rahab the prostitute do you not know that Rahab the prostitute is in the genealogy of Jesus she's a great 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 grandmother of Jesus. Rahab 
not the prostitute. <laughs> oh, just because your past was jacked up doesn't mean your future has to be. God can change you and use you for his glory. Come on. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.